Welcome to the Golden Age of Cardboard Podcast, where we remember a time when stacks of cards were held together with rubber bands and Mickey Mantles were put in bike spokes. We hope you will enjoy and reminisce as you come along with us as we tell stories about the baseball cards from the Golden Age of Baseball. We will examine the state of the vintage baseball card market and talk to some of the greatest collectors in the hobby. You won't be hearing us talk about any chrome or shiny cards here. Now, to take you on this retrospective journey, here's your host, direct from the shallow end of the gene pool, my son, Mike Moynihan. Yo and hello, everybody. My name is Theo. I'm here with Chris from Missouri. How you doing, Chris? Well, we're not with Mike Moynihan. I guess uh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, <laughs> we, and so, somebody's going to turn this on and be like, man, Mike looks a lot younger and a lot better looking, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody that they think we hijacked his, uh, we hijacked the beast or something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Mike's on a little hiatus from the golden age of cardboard and, um, you know, he's putting a couple yahoos like us in, in place to, to take over for him for a couple of shows. So thank you, Mike, for this opportunity. Um, it's, it's, it's always been one of my favorite shows on YouTube and one of my favorite podcasts. So this is an honor. I think it's kind of cool because, it, I, you know, if it wasn't for Mike, I mean, I, I hate talking nice about him and he's not even around, but uh, if it wasn't for Mike, I wouldn't be doing uh, YouTube. I wouldn't be showing cards and, and, uh, he got me doing this about a year ago, and I just hope we do it. I hope we do it justice, and we can still make fun of him a little bit as well. Yeah, we can. We can. This will be his best episode ever. So, <laughs> so what I wanted to do today with Chris is my favorite YouTube videos aren't reveals. They're not, um, you know, my favorite videos are videos that have great stories. And my favorite videos that have stories are when somebody has a great pickup story. And um, it's either the treasure hunt aspect or um, finding something for a bargain that shouldn't have been a bargain or finding something that a family member might have had. So today I talked to Chris about why don't we talk about some of our favorite card pickup uh, stories. So that's what we're going to do today. How's it sound, Chris? It sounds great. I, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about this because, um, you know, we're sharing. I always feel a little bit. Uh, embarrassed, maybe My, that might not be the term, but to share, to, to share, Oh, I got this at such a good price or I've got such a good deal. So, you know, I'm not a very humble guy most of the time, but, <laughs> and, and, and I like to brag about stuff and on occasion, but this is right. one thing that this is going to be the, I've told this story to one or two or a few people at a time, but I've never sh shared it with a big audience like we're going to share it with today. And so I'm going to try, I'm going to try not to be apologetic in doing some of this stuff. Hey, it's all good. My opinion is you, sometimes it's the right place at the right time. And if you're going to car shows, you're surfing on eBay a lot, you're putting yourself in position sometimes to, uh, to have a great story. So I, I, I think it is what it is. So why don't you actually start off with the first story? I'm okay. I'm going to start off with a recent story. Um, and this, 
I don't know. It might not be that big a deal for some, but but it just happened not too long ago. And when I say not too long ago, it happened last year about this time. I was <laughs> I was not feeling very good, and I have this nightstand uh, right by. Uh, right by where I look at cards at night before I go to bed and, and stuff. And I was looking in there for some medicine of some sort. And uh, so the drawer wouldn't open very well. And, you know, it's just a, you know, it's just a little stand like this about waist high <laughs> and I'm digging in there and it wouldn't, it wouldn't open up. And then, so finally I opened it up with too much effort and the drawer came out. And when the drawer came out, nothing fell out of it or anything like that. But I looked in the back and I, and I, I think we, I think we have 20 junk drawers in our house and most of people do. Yeah. But I looked in the back of that thing. I found five cards oh, and, wow. and five cards that, that weren't graded that were placed in there for some reason. I, I put them in there. I forgot that I put them in there. Maybe I, I drank a little bit. So maybe I, you know, had too much and I put them in this drawer to hide them. But I'm going to show you what these cards were and what I got. And nice. I sent them off to be graded uh, at various times. But one of them was a Mike Trout rookie card. Wow. What that grade? A PSA 10 is the one that. <laughs> what? This, this is that one. I, I have a few Mike Trout cards, uh, rookie cards, uh, you know. But this is the only 10 that I have, and that was pulled out of that drawer. Was it in a top loader? Uh, yes, yes, it was. They were they were all in they were all in uh, top loaders. Uh, but that was one of them that I pulled out. And when I pulled this thing out, uh, you know, a year ago, or it, it was a little longer than a year ago, probably. But the value of this, I mean, you could imagine. I was high fiving myself and you know, just rolling around and this had this card and I was pretty excited, but this wasn't the only thing. One, So there was, there's five cards that mean something. Uh, there was, there was a Pete Rose, a 70, a 77 record breaker or, or 79 record breaker of Pete Rose in there. Uh, but I'm not showing it today, but a Patrick Mahomes Donruss rookie card was in oh there. My. Wow, and uh, you know this is just a base card, but it it graded to ten. Oh my! <laughs> and another Patrick Mahomes rookie card. Now I don't know if this is the I don't know if this is the correct card because I own a, quite a bit of I own quite a bit of these rookie cards that I'm now giving out as wedding gifts as their Chiefs fans. But I, there was two, so one, uh, you know. <laughs> one rookie card of Mike Trout, two rookie cards of Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm not finished yet on this. <laughs> I'm going to show you all five of these cards. Wow. The the uh, Ichiro uh, Pujols rookie card. Ichiro Pujols rookie card. And you know I I've I have a I also have another one of these, but I thought I mean this was not even graded. I don't. I don't know why. I mean, it had to be put in there after 2017. What grade's that one? Oh, well, I don't – this is a nine, and I think 
I don't know if this is the right card. This is the exact card, but I think the other one is a nine as well. So I think I, you know, I wish I wish I had time. I wish I wish I'd have put labels on them there, Theo. You hey, yeah, you could have done the old tape job on there. <laughs> the uh me for putting labels on there. And if I would have put a label on this thing, I would have known which one. Yeah, and the, and the could have been card, the, the junk store fine. I love it. Go ahead. Yeah. And then the final card, uh, I mean, this is, I, I, you know, I, I don't feel bad about, I mean, I don't feel bad about it. It's kind of funny, but this is a Miguel Cabrera rookie card. So, so five rookie cards was in that top desk drawer. And after I opened that drawer to get that medicine out and found these cards, I was cured. I didn't need any more medicine. <laughs> I was Wow. I wonder, do you have any idea how long those were uh, in there that you didn't realize they were in there? It had, so there was a 2017 um, Patrick Mahomes in there. So it had to be, that was the last card. And I remember, you know, I remember a friend of mine uh, telling me, you know, you need to go after some of these uh, Patrick Mahomes cards. They're going to be worth something. And I said, well, okay. And I think I made a trip to the card shop and picked them up, uh, not very expensive at the time, and then was looking at them. And I was, I was thinking about getting cards graded. I hadn't started grading cards yet, and so I, I, I think I had those in that drawer. Thinking, okay, should I grade these with some vintage stuff? And I, I just forgot about them and set them in there, and you know. You know what? It, I, it was Christmas for me, man. It was just, yeah. I just that's, loved that. That's really cool. I, uh, I can imagine you and your wife are, 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 are sitting there in bed at night. She's got her nightstand on. She's reading a book. You're sitting there looking at, looking over cards you want to get created. <laughs> She's like, turn off that light, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, that would be hilarious. Um, I'm actually, whenever I come out to your house one day, I'm going to be looking through your couch cushions. I'm going to be looking all over the place. I bet you I can find something. <laughs> I got I got plenty of junk drawers for you to look into. Yeah. Just, clean, just clean them up after you're in there. <laughs> all right. So uh, I'll go next. So are you, So um, what are you going to show me? So what, yeah. what are you going to tell me? Yeah. So um, one of my favorite and uh, one of my oldest uh, collecting stories is, is going to the local flea market. Um, you know, I'm from Western Pennsylvania and um, we really just, we had like one stoplight in our town. We had a flea market every Sunday and we had one, it was called the drugstore where you can go get sodas and things like that. So every Sunday, my, my grandfather, uh, he had an old beat up truck. He would drive me to the flea market because he was a hoarder um, as a lot of those old guys were back then. And, uh, he was always looking to buy just different junk. So, so he, he would take me out there and um, it was one of those memories I'll never forget. And uh, he would always let me buy um, a, a couple packs of baseball cards at the flea market. So I haven't been there for over 25 years and I decided one day to go back. I was like, well, maybe there's, maybe there's still card card dealers out there. I would, I, I'm curious. So I went out there and of course it was raining all day. And it's an outside flea market. So I've kind of figured <laughs> I'm probably not going to find anything here. And lo and behold, I found the one car dealer there. He was packing up his car ready to leave. 
And I, I said, hey, um, I know you're leaving. Do you have any any Roberto Clemente cards? And he said, um, he said, I do have, I have a couple team issue cards of the Pirates. I think I have a Clemente in there. So he, he goes into his trunk. He starts moving boxes around. And lo and behold, he, he had a 1968 team issue Clemente card. Um, the Pirates, the Pirates back in the day, like a lot of teams, you could buy these team issue cards and they were called picture packs where you would get like uh, 10 or so players in a picture pack. And, and basically you had to buy pack a and B to get the whole team, but yeah, they would sell them at the stadium and things like that. Well, this card here, it, it sells for about, I would say it, it, right now it would sell for about 30 to $35 ungraded with the condition it's in. But lo and behold. So I say to the guy, I'm like, well, what do you want for this? And he goes, uh, just give me three bucks. And then um, I'm kind of like Mike. I never try to pay sticker, but I'll have to. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So, so I offer him $2 for it. <laughs> and and he, he, takes, he, take, he took the deal. Um, and, um, uh, you know, the thing about this card here is I, I honestly, I tie this card now to memories with my grandfather. Cause um, I only have, I only have one card from, from him taking me back then that I know of that he bought me. So now I have two cards, one Clemente and one Barry Bonds card. So it's like, it's like has that extra meaning to me, even though it's an SGC one, um, you know, it's maybe worth 30, $35. It's worth, you know, I would never, you know, sell that card. So would, are you the same as Mike? Do you never pay sticker? <laughs> Well, what I got out of that story, not the sentimental stuff about your grandpa, about how you screwed over a, a dealer at a, at a street <laughs> market. So that's what I got out of it. Uh, you know what? I I, I always like to negotiate. Um, you know, I, I I don't like ever saying the word never. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if, uh, if a guy sells me a George Brett rookie card, has 20 bucks. I'm not going to even waste a second to say, you know, uh, will you take 10? So, so, and then I've all, my wife and I learned a little saying from a cousin of ours. Uh, he, he just retired Lieutenant Colonel and he's got this saying, just pay the bill, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, you know, you can look at a bill at a restaurant and you can complain about it, but you ate it, it's gone, just pay the bill. And so sometimes I don't want to lose something over if I have the money in my pocket and I don't want to lose something over five or 10 bucks, I won't. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't listen to Mike on everything, <laughs> but uh, no, that's, and that's a good strategy he has, but no, I, I, if I, if I told you I did that, uh, I, you know, I wouldn't be telling you the truth. So, that's well, that's, cool. that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I have one. You, I, you want to do this back and forth? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go back and forth. Are you, you finished, are you finished with that story? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Go that's, ahead. that's, that's awesome. That is awesome <laughs> for $3. That's a, that's a pretty good bit. So mine, my next one, I I'd actually did research on my way home today from work. I called my mom just to make sure I got, I got was close to the time period stuff, but I've always told this story about mowing yards and, and I have this Dufresne fine. And if you guys, uh, anybody's watched my channel, I talk about it too much, but I actually picked up cards when I was mowing yards. But before that, the reason the, how I got the mower was 
I actually was 10 years old. She verified that today because she remembers getting on me after I tell this story. So it goes like this. Mom, my mom, I'm one of two at the, or I'm one of three kids at the time. I was just one of two. Okay. Yep. I had, we, we had grown up really, really poor. Okay. But we ended up moving to a, my dad and mom bought a brand new house. They got an F FHMA loan for $21,000 to buy their first house. Um, first time homeowners. And so I was 10 years old and had my own room. Not only did I have my own room, but in this room, I had a train set on the floor. It took up a lot of space. And my mom and dad were trying to figure out how to tell me that, and my sister that they were pregnant, that my mom was pregnant. And then I'd have to sacrifice that train set and sell that train set because... <laughs> We didn't have enough room in the house, you know, and I was really, I, I don't know if I was upset about it. I, I don't know, but they're trying to figure out how, okay, yeah, you got this room, but now we're taking it back from you and you know, you're, you're going to have a little brother that moves in here. So anyway, so she, she kind of put those dates together and I was 10 years old and they were getting ready to tell me about being pregnant. And we went to a, I went with my mother to a garage sale. So, you know, and she was big in the garage sales back then. And, and she didn't have a whole lot of cash on her. And, you know, I guess I would, was being a whiny, whiny kind of 10 year old because uh, she reached into this little, oh, it's a box suitcase kind of thing. And uh, anyway, it was real heavy and all that kind of stuff. And she opened it up and looked inside and there was some quilts in there. Uh, and some other blankets. And when she reached up a, a corner of that, a corner of that, uh, the quilt, there was some cards laying at the bottom and I saw them. I mean, I saw, that was the only thing, there was no cards anywhere else to look at. And the bottom of this suitcase, there's these quilts. And I'm like, Oh mom, mom, those, those are baseball. Cards. Those, my friends have baseball cards. My, <laughs> you know, they, I, I want those. And I'm like, she goes, no, I, you know, I got ten dollars. I'm not spending. I'm not spending ten dollars on this box of, of quilts, and you know, and she and I and I'm pleading with her. You know, I'm just pleading with her. And she bought some other stuff, and we were walking out to the car, and I was, you know, I was just mad, and I hardly ever talked back to my mom, and I never talked back to my mom without getting hit. So I was, you know, but I was. So she went and fumbled through the car and found some change and some other money. And she went, paid the lady, and didn't talk to me. She picked up the whole thing, put it in our in our little station wagon, didn't talk to me. We drove <laughs> drove back to the house, and I'm excited. And I'm talking to her just a mile a minute going, oh, Mom, I know I saw a George Brett card in there, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, going going nuts. And this, uh, so she, when she, she gets out of the car, uh, she gets out of the car, and uh, takes the suitcase into the house, pours it out on my bedroom floor, throws the quilts at me, and she's and I remember she remembered what she said to me too. And now my mom was the wife of a Baptist preacher. My dad was a Baptist preacher, oh, wow. and my mom was more religious than my dad. 
and I, I don't, I've never seen my mom drink in her life and I've only seen her cuss maybe two or three times, but this was one of them. <laughs> that if I, if I have to pick up these cards, you're 10 years old and you're crying out there like a baby. If I have to pick up these cards, I'm going to burn every one of them in a pile in the front yard. And boy, she glad she didn't even, even then, because what I, what I ended up doing, and I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you the cards that I got. Now I didn't sell, I, I didn't sell any cards, but what I ended up doing was I sold my train set. Okay. Okay. Which buying that train set or selling that train set, I got $55 out of that train set. Okay. Wow. Here, 55, I took that $55 and bought a 19 inch Swisher mower push mower. Yeah. And that's why I would not have gotten the Dufresne cards had my mom not bought those cards. And wow. so here's just a set. Those cards are some of those cards are, I, I still have some. It was just a random bunch of stuff. But, and I don't even know if these, but I know, I know what cards were in there. So there's a 58 Mickey Mantle was in the bottom of that thing. And oh, that's, wow. that started my Mickey Mantle. My dad was a huge Mickey Mantle fan. And this was the bottom of that thing. Oh, I want that card. That's the, um, it, because we're on podcast, Chris, call out the card. It's a, it's, oh, a, I'm, it's a 58 all-star card. And, uh, uh, 58 mantle all-star it's in red backing to it it's got that swing and it's just beautiful yeah, and then the that. next one and it was a 57 oh my gosh mickey mantle um uh baseball card um and so and then the i knew i'd seen them and these aren't the exact cards but there was three george brett rookie cards in there wow and so, uh, and, and what is funny is those cards weren't old. I mean, they were like two years old or at the time. So they weren't, they were in great shape and, you know, the, the Bretts were, wow. and, um, I don't remember the lady, the lady that had the garage sale was in my small little hometown. I don't remember her name. Um, uh, but I just remembered that starting my cards and then that night, and then make, hearing my mom yell at me and cuss at me, and then them telling me that they were going to have a, I was going to have a younger brother all at that time. So my mom, I had to do some research today so mom <laughs> could tell me that whole story. Now, she, she'll she tell you that she did not uh, cuss at me and did not throw cards out of there, but she did. I was there. That's that's a, that's a great story. That's I cannot believe that those mantles – we're in there. That's insane. I, uh, I, you know, you, you, you saying about begging your mom for cards. Like I think a lot of people out there can relate. Um, you know, when I was growing up, that was the first person I went to was my mom. She was the one that went to the grocery store usually. Um, and I would go with her and that's, you know, you know, even when I got into Pokemon later on that, you know, I would beg her for packs of Pokemon cards, but you know, I, could you imagine what, what the collections would look like out there if people, if the guys out there had to depend on their dads to buy them the cards, <laughs> it would be sad. <laughs> and my dad, my mom did the same thing. Like in the seventies, 
she would buy hostess cupcakes and stuff and Twinkies. And those cards were on the back of there. And she even made a, she even made a drawer that we, so I could open the, open the cupcakes up, dump the stuff in the drawer, take the box and try to cut it up. So, so you're right. If I had to, my, (laughs) my dad, my dad actually started collecting after, after I did when my, when my younger brother, which we just talked about, what got to be about six or seven, my dad started to collect cards. Oh, wow. And he passed away. He's been gone for a while, but my brother, I mean, has all of my dad's cards. And, uh, but if, if, if if he was collecting the same time I was, was he would have ended up with a better cards. Yeah. And and that suitcase full of cards would not have been my cards. That would have been his cards. (laughs) So that that's, that's cool. That's cool. I, 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 it's cool to hear that your dad started collecting with you. I know I'm trying to collect with my son, so it's, uh, it's definitely a memory you want to have, but um, I'll go into my next story then. Uh, that was cool, man. So I think, you know, most of this one, but it's one of my favorite stories. So um, I just got back into the hobby, like about two and a half, three years ago. And and I didn't get to go back to a card show because of the pandemic. And the Pittsburgh card show was the first card show I got to go to. And and everybody told me, you're going to love the Pittsburgh card show because there's a ton of Clemente cards there. Uh, they said, you might see more Clemente at the Pittsburgh show than at the National. And uh, it's, it's probably, it's, it is probably close. Um, but um, two of the big Clemente dealers at the, sh- at the Pittsburgh show also dealt at the National. So... So it's probably close, but I, um, I had a small budget. I just really wanted to go there and experience uh, what it was like to be at a card show, uh, take it all in. And I, um, I actually got to go in early because um, somebody at my church is actually a dealer. And he said, if you help me set up, you can get in like four hours early. So I was like, Oh heck yeah. So, so I got to get there early, but um, to my, uh, to my surprise, one of the dealers there, um, his uh, his name is uh, Clemente Clubhouse. He actually uh, he actually bought a lot of the items from Hunt Auctions that the Clemente family auctioned off, and um, and there was a group of cards that he bought and he got graded by SGC. They were KDKA cards, and um, I'll show it on the screen for people watching. But uh, this is from 1968. KDKA is a, a radio station um, and also a TV station out here in the Pittsburgh area. So he he bought these cards and he sent them to SGC and um, he actually asked SGC to put on the slab uh, Roberto Clemente collection because they were owned by Roberto. So they did that and he still had cards left. He actually got them a year earlier and he still had some cards left. And I I I said, all right, that's that's the only thing I need to buy today. So I made sure I left with one of those, but um. They actually came with a with a certificate of prominence. It actually says Vera Clemente. Vera Clemente signed these at the bottom, on top of the uh, SGC slab. And what I wanted to do though is I said, you know what? This is an old SGC label. It's graded authentic. I bet you that they didn't ask SGC to properly grade these. So I actually I actually reached out to SGC and said. Hey, did you guys just grade these all authentic or did you guys actually grade these proper because they're all authentic? And he said, no, we just grade them all authentic. That's what they asked us to do. I said, well, can you, I was like, can you put a number on, can you put a number grade on 
if if it you know if it if it gets a number grade because I felt like it looked better than an authentic. And they said, yeah, send it in. So send send it in with 20 bucks. They cracked it for me. They crossed it and it got a three. And um, it still says Roberto Clemente collection on it, which was obviously I wasn't going to do it if it wasn't going to say that on there. But um, it, it, this this was the only three that had this. But um, father and son, uh, you know, I don't know if you ever watched your father and son, um, RJ and, and his son, they actually – Oh, yeah. They actually bought this card too after they saw mine, and they asked me how I got it graded, and I and they they sent it in and they got a three also. So there's okay. two there's two threes out there now, which is kind of cool. Um, but the uh, the I finally saw one of these sell on eBay in the authentic grade. It actually sold uh, a couple weeks ago, and it actually went for two hundred bucks. Um, and I bought this for one hundred twenty five dollars whenever I was at the Pittsburgh show. So it was a lot more affordable than you would think it would be. So, but that's one you'll 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 have. Oh, that, oh that's ab- absolutely! If somebody said, you know, take take three cards and put them to the side, sell everything else, that would be a card that I wouldn't want to. I would never want to sell. Yes, <laughs> but um, but you, you know, like anything else, you still you still keep an eye out to see see like the, the market for your cards, even if you're never going to sell them, it's still nice to, even if you're never going to sell your house, sometimes it's nice to go on Zillow and stuff and see what it's worth. So that's kind of my thought on it. <laughs> that's but, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's one of my favorite stories. And um, you know, it, whenever, whenever somebody who's not into the hobby looks at my collection, that's one of those ones that I always want to show them just to, you know, Roberto, Roberto actually had this card in his possession, which is really cool. Gotcha. That's all. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we're going to do another one. I think, uh, yeah, we're only at 30 minutes. I think we can, yeah, I think we can get one more in each. I don't say okay. why not. Okay. Well, so uh, I have a few stories, not near, I haven't picked up cards like that. I mean, I, I do, I do have one that I've talked about where, where I picked up this thing uh, at a, at one of my most recent card shows that I've been to, um, and that is a that's a '53 Bowman color Dodgers in action, and it's a proof. And I I tell that story a lot, so I was kind of tied to that one. I was going to tie tie to these Miss Dufresne fine cards with the nice little labels on them that I've already talked about with you a bunch of times. But one. <laughs> One I think I'm going to talk about. I'm really not going to show. I'm not going to show any cards. Um, okay. And and so and even if we have another one later, I have another one too. But um, so when I was 14, 14 years old, there was a one of the first card shows that I ever went to uh, was just seven miles away from my house, and uh, oh, it was I I loved it. I was not. I was a vintage collector when I was 14 years old, okay, because the cards that I got was from when I was 14, and I didn't, I didn't open up much packs, okay. Uh, we, I guess I did open up some from a, like a Kmart where they had the, you know, they had the hang, hanging packs or the hangers, and yeah, I could see what cards I was getting, but. I was all, I've always been hunting cards. And then, so I gravitated over to this dealer's table and he was super nice. And 
he had a little sign on his on his table about what he was looking for. And I kind of I kind of leaned over to my dad and I said, hey, I, I have one of those cards, you know, and and uh, and so I told him which one I had. And it, he was looking for he was looking for 54 Bowman. OK, and he was looking for a 54, I believe Bowman. And I if if I tell this wrong, it, it just I'm getting old, but it was either Duke Snyder or a Roy Campanella. And I'm I'm going to tell it like it was a Roy Campanella, because that's what I've told everybody in, in my life, because this this changed my collection more than anything else. What I what I'm doing here changed my the way I collect. And it, it kind of made me card rich. And this is what I mean. I told the guy, I said, hey, I have this card. And uh, and he, you know, I'm 14 years old and he's trying to complete this set. And he looks at me like he's probably heard that 10 times today. Somebody said, hey, I got this card at home. But, you know, I'm not, you know, sure you do. And <laughs> so I told him I had it at home. And he said, well, if you do, if you do, I'll give you $50 for it. If it's in bad condition, I'll give you, and he wanted to complete this, wanted to complete it. He said, if it's in really, really good condition, I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Said, so dad said, well, let's go. You're going to sell that thing no matter what. You know, <laughs> so I go home. He, he rushes me home and I, we had to pay to re-enter too. It was, it was, we had to pay another dollar to re-enter. My dad argued to the guy about paying another dollar, dollar to get back in. <laughs> But anyway, I got that card and I was walking up to him about as proud as a, you know, a 14 year old could be. And I, I told him I had that, I showed him that card and he looked at me and he was at that time, he was going through a sack of cards. Um, oh, like a, not almost a grocery sack full of cards and they're hall of famers, just, you name it, just all kinds of, all kinds of good stuff. And, but it, they were, they'd look like they'd been washed. The corners were all rounded real bad. Some of them kind of stuck together. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, he said, he, he looked in the case. He said, if he said, I'll give you a hundred dollars for this, but if you want to trade, you know, I'll trade, you can get more than a hundred dollars, that kind of stuff. And I thought, wow, I'm, I'm (laughs) Roy Campanella didn't cost me anything, you know? So, uh, so I was looking through there and, and anyway, he told, he, you know, he, he, he was making a deal with the guy on that sack. And I think he ended up giving the guy 10 bucks, 20 bucks for that sack of cards. Cause they were just in terrible shape. And I, I told him, I said, why don't, uh, I, I took a couple other cards and I can't tell you if, if I, I can't tell you what those cards were, but I said, I'd like, can, oh, can you throw that in? He said, sure. He said, they're in terrible shape. They're not going to be worth anything. And so when I got into that sack, it was really, it was, it was filled with Mickey Mantle stuff. It was filled with just all of them Bowman or tops, not, and not the early Bowman, no 49s, no fifties, but all 52 stuff, a lot of 53 stuff. And I, you know, I got them out the best I could got them flat, put them in, you know, put them in uh, the best I could, put them in top loaders. And they looked really good. And I, 
you know, I was just proud of those cards. And when I was getting, when my wife and I just got married, we were, I was transitioning jobs and I had an insurance brokerage and, and, you know, I, I was doing fine, but I didn't, you know, I, I, anyway, she had a pair of, she had two aunts uh, that uh, were sister-in-laws they had sons about the same age. And I was going to sell those cards out of that bag. And there's no better way of making money than have two rival. They, they were friends, but they were, you know, their husbands were brothers. One was going to outbid the other on all of them, no matter what. <laughs> so out of that $10, out of that $10 bag in 1993, in 1993, I made $10,000 on that bag. Wow. And, but to tell you the truth, I wish I had them back today. I wish I had every one of those cards back today. Uh, wow. Do, did but, you, do you remember if there was like a Mantle rookie or a Maze rookie in there? There, there, there was not. I was smart. I mean, he, uh, he, I, was, <laughs> I was smart enough not to let that go. I was smart enough to know that they weren't in great shape, but you know, and I, they, they saw them, they knew them and, and they got, at that time I got the better of the deal. Yeah, I, I did. But now if I had those cards and turned them in and they got, you know, PSA ones, PSA authentics, I mean, they were, they, it would, it would be a lot more money today. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it changed, it changed my, it changed my cards because you know, I, I spent ten dollars. You know, eight years earlier, nine years earlier, and uh, I it, ten nine years later, it was worth ten thousand dollars. And I took a thousand dollars of that money and I bought cards with it and yes. paid bills with the other nine. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so, so I've never obviously I don't really live in the non you know non grading company age. So, whenever. Like when you were growing up and you would go to a card show or even whenever you were like in your teens and going to card show, like did did people really like what did people really look at? Like, did they actually look at centering or was it mainly corners, um, you know, registration? So if you if you talk to some of the guys my age, you know, Rick Oddball cards and John Mangini and Dave Blue Jacket 66, they're all, you know, close to my age. They it all it's different, just like it is today. You know, um, my rounded edges were bad. They were bad. Um, you know, off centering was bad. Um, you know, um, surface area probably didn't mean as much at the time because you, at that time, we're thinking it's old cards anyway. Mm-hmm. But but we knew what was you know we knew what we liked and what we didn't like. One of the things that was different back in those days. Um, is autographs on good cards. That was taboo. That brought the, we were, it was hammered into our heads that you don't get a rookie card autographed. You don't, you don't get any card autographed unless it's a Kmart series card or if it's something, you know, if it's, you know, if it's something and not of their, not of their playing days, uh, something McDonald's or Burger King card, but do not get a, do not get a rookie card graded and boy, how things have changed, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You can really uh, gain value whenever that card's autographed. Um, yeah. It's definitely different. I, 
I actually, I really want, uh, I really want a playing day stand usual card autographed. I, I, uh, I would love to have one because I, I think uh, the stand usual, stand usual autographs are out there, obviously, but obviously the supply will keep going down over the years. So I'm hoping to, they're not too, too expensive. I'm hoping to get one. Yeah. And you will, he, he signed a lot. He was very generous and stuff. And yeah, there he was getting older. He, he made it a point to sign like a lot every day. There's stories about him just contractual to sign a certain amount of cards and he kept it up. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let me go into my story here. Um, so my story is, um, that, you know, whenever I got it, got back into the hobby, I actually sold a lot of my dad's cards for him and I actually sold three of his Mickey Mantle cards. And, um, you know, right afterwards, I felt a little bit of regret that I, you know, Mickey Mantle obviously is one of those players that, you know, every collector wants to have one or a couple in their collection. You know, even if, even if you're a Pirates and Clemente collector, you still, you still want to have Mantle in your collection. So, I had that regret in, you know, months go by and months go by. And then, um, you know, I started being friends with more guys on YouTube. And one of them was Adam from Splendid Sports Cards. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this listen to him. But he was having a contest where if you can guess how much the Mantle PSA 9 rookie card is going to sell for, he'll give you a $10 eBay gift card. So I I just threw a total guess out there. I figured I'll never win you know, I never win anything. Um, so I just threw a guess out there. And next thing you know, like weeks later, he reaches out and says, you were $8,000 off of what it sold for. Oh. I, was like, One. I was like, what? <laughs> like, how did I get that close to? Um, so, so he's like, he's like, I'm going to send you this gift card right now. Like uh, you could send digital ones. So he just sent it digital. And I was like, you know what? Adam loves mantle. Let me just go on auctions right now and see what's ending soon. So I go on auctions, and next thing you know, I, I find a, 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 a mantle poster that's that's going to be ending soon. And I just, you could see the Clemente poster behind me. I just love the 68 posters. Um, you know, they're they're very, they're big. They have great pictures on them. Well, a mantle poster was coming up to end, and somebody had the starting bid at $40, and nobody bid on it. Oh. So I'm thinking to myself, well, maybe because this guy started it at $40, you know, it scared people off to even watch it. <laughs> so I sit there, I sit there, I wait till there's a minute left. I put in a bid for $50. It sells for $40. Nobody else bid. And, um, and I just, I just love this thing. It's usually on the wall behind me, but I just love, I love how big this poster is and the image of mantle on here is just, it's just great to me. I just, wow. One of my favorite things in my collection, I would say, I would say it's close to near mint. Um, obviously, the posters have the folds in them. So, if you, uh, I, I, I think, it, I think if they graded a poster this big, I would say it would get at least a six. Is my guess. Um, and you know, you know what year that is? Yeah, sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Wow. Yeah, sixty-eight. Yep, it's the same year that this Clemente one's behind me too. Okay. <laughs> um, but like. Like, like as far as it, how good of a deal it was, um, they they sell that condition would sell a little bit over a hundred dollars. So I probably I probably saved saved about fifty dollars or more, um, which is really cool too. Because who doesn't like to who doesn't like to get a bargain and, and have money left over? So 
Um, it was just, I, it just, sometimes I feel like in this hobby, something happens like that. And you're like, that happened for a reason, you know, <laughs> you, know you can't explain it any other way than that. <laughs> you know, I, um, I totally, totally agree. So those are some of my favorite stories too. Um, yeah. So let's, let's wrap it up here. I just want to, um, I just want to say, Chris, thank you so much. Um, this was a lot of fun, man. I, I tell you what, anytime I can show some cards and sit down and tell stories, I mean, I, that's what I love to do. And that's what I love to do about YouTube. I could, you know, I, I wouldn't have anybody to sit down and tell any of those stories with. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it was, it's nice of Mike sharing some of his time and letting us be on here. Yeah, for sure. So if you're not, if, if for some reason you're watching this, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on podcast or watch, watch on YouTube and you're not subscribed to Chris, you know, go check out his channel. My channel is called Clemente Collector. I also have a channel that we do live streams on. It's called uh, Four Collectors, and we have a podcast. So if you're listening to this on podcast, and you check out Four Collectors, and um, that'd be awesome. And hopefully, Mike will have us back. Um, if you're on YouTube and you comment down below, hey, Mike, they did better than you did, maybe he'll bring us back. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll have me back he, he'll have me back because i think i owe him money so oh, okay okay he's got you under contract then. That's, right. that's right all right well thanks everybody for watching this episode of golden age of cardboard and uh we'll see you on the next one